China calls U.S. rejection of its claims in the South China Sea completely unjustified as the United Kingdom makes plans to base an aircraft carrier in the Far East. Boeing has been awarded a $1.2 billion contract for the first eight F-15EX fighters. The U.S. Navy is still dealing with a fire on board a 40,000-ton aircraft carrier. The Delhi High Court has rejected a serving Indian Army officer's plea to allow him to keep his Facebook account. And the British government has finally settled the issue and banned equipment supplied by Chinese Huawei from its 5G networks. I'm Saurabh Joshi. It's Wednesday, the 15th of July. You're listening to a rescheduled and consolidated edition of Stratpost Daily that also incorporates the edition of Tuesday, the 14th of July. China has lashed out at the US government's rejection of its territorial claims in the South China Sea. The Chinese embassy to the US said that US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo's statement exaggerates the situation in the region and attempts to sow discord between China and other littoral countries. Calling the accusation completely unjustified, the embassy said the Chinese side is firmly opposed to it. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said in a statement on Monday that Beijing's claims to offshore resources across most of the South China Sea are completely unlawful, as is its campaign of bullying to control them, also adding that the PRC's predatory worldview has no place in the 21st century. He said the PRC has no legal grounds to unilaterally impose its will on the region. Beijing has offered no coherent legal basis for its nine-dashed line claim in the South China Sea since formally announcing it in 2009 and said the US was aligning its position with the 2016 arbitral tribunal decision rejecting Chinese claims in the South China Sea. The Japanese government said in a defense white paper on Tuesday that China is continuing to attempt to alter the status quo in the East China Sea and the South China Sea. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson Zhao Lijian said, Japan's defense white paper is full of biases and false information and that it is trying to do all it can to hype up the so-called China threat. All this comes after the U.S. Navy sent two carrier groups two weeks back, the USS Nimitz and the USS Ronald Reagan, to exercise their freedom of navigation in the South China Sea and conduct drills during a period when the Chinese PLA Navy had also announced exercises in the region. And then last week, the U.S. imposed sanctions on Chinese officials, including the Chinese Communist Party boss in Xinjiang. The Times of London reported on Tuesday that the United Kingdom has decided to base its HMS Queen Elizabeth aircraft carrier in the Far East in a move to display military muscle against China. The U.S. Air Force has awarded a $1.2 billion order for eight F-15EX fighters to Boeing. The U.S. Defense Department has allotted almost $23 billion for the acquisition of the latest variant of the twin-engined fighters with a five-year purchase plan for 76 aircraft. This number could go up to 144 aircraft over a period of 10 years. The aircraft is intended to replace the older F-15C and D variants. The first two aircraft will be delivered next year, with delivery of all eight to be completed by 2023. This comes at a time shortly after the Indian Air Force has been briefed upon request 
about the capabilities of the newest model of the aircraft, as reported by Stratpost. According to a Boeing statement, the F-15EX can launch hypersonic weapons up to 22 feet long and weighing up to 7,000 pounds. US Navy and firefighting personnel are still battling fires on board the amphibious assault ship USS Bonham Richard at San Diego Naval Base for the third day. Fire first broke out on a lower deck as the warship was docked for maintenance, repairs and upgrades. The WASP-class light aircraft carrier had begun listing because of the amount of water it had taken on due to firefighting and crew were trying to pump the water out. The ship has taken extensive damage with the forward mast having collapsed, according to the commander of Expeditionary Strike Group 3, Rear Admiral Philip Sobek. The 40,000-ton Bonhomme Richard was commissioned in 1998 and, depending on the type of mission, could carry between 22 to 30 aircraft, including a mix of fighters, attack helicopters, heavy lift helicopters, utility helicopters, anti-submarine warfare helicopters, and tilt-rotor aircraft. For context, India's INS Vikramaditya displaces 45,000 tons. The Delhi High Court has refused to allow a serving Indian Army officer to keep his Facebook account for the time being, pending final ruling on his petition challenging the Army's ban on the use of Facebook by its personnel. The court told Lieutenant Colonel P.K. Chaudhary he was free to choose between deleting his account or leaving the service. The court said the officer could always create a new account after he asked for interim relief and be allowed to maintain his account in deactivated form until the next date of hearing, saying that all the data and contacts in his account would be lost irretrievably and irreversibly. Interestingly, the Press Trust of India quoted the government's counsel, Additional Solicitor General Chetan Sharma, as saying, We found that Facebook was a bug. It was infiltrating as a cyber warfare, and there were so many instances of personnel being targeted. Unquote. PTI also reported him saying that the petitioner was free to use WhatsApp, Skype, and Twitter instead. Colonel Chaudhary, who was posted in Jammu and Kashmir, questioned a recent Indian Army order directing all army personnel to delete their Facebook accounts as part of a ban on 89 social media, messaging, dating, file sharing and e-commerce websites and platforms. He claims the order is in violation of fundamental rights under the constitution. The court will hear the matter again on July the 21st after examining the policy of the army. The British government has finally come out categorically against China's telecom giant Huawei, with the UK's digital secretary Oliver Dowden informing Parliament that British mobile services companies are banned from buying Huawei's 5G equipment and must get rid of the Chinese company's existing equipment from their networks by the year 2027. This comes after the imposition of US sanctions on the company over national security risks and is expected to delay the UK's 5G networks by a period of between one to three years. The company said this move threatens to move Britain into the digital slow lane, push up bills and deepen the digital divide. That's it for today. If you like this podcast, you can subscribe to it on Google or Apple Podcasts. You can also make sure you don't miss anything by following Stratpost on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube and LinkedIn. I will be back tomorrow with the latest on Stratpost Daily.